crisp. Awesome. All right, so welcome to the One Mic Podcast. The One Mic Podcast is based on me and Rostin and a wonderful man that came in, Andrew. Thank Hello, you for everybody. being here, bro. Thank you for Rostin. having me, guys. Love it, bro. I appreciate this a lot. Yeah. It should be fun. He, he has something in he mind that he came uh, with that oh. is going to be blowing up, Habibi. Oh, yeah. Ah. Sorry, not blowing. It is. Yeah, no, we are. It's going gonna, it's gonna to keep going up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And uh, so we're just going to talk a little bit about what he's been up to, what we've all been up to. Exactly. The world today, what's going on with, uh, maybe we'll touch on COVID. It's so over talked about, so maybe not. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Such an over. And uh, yeah. Yeah, so, for sure. Welcome, man. Thank you. Thank you Thank so you. much for inviting me. Yeah, guys. Thanks I really for coming to sure, yeah. Pleasure, real pleasure, honestly. Thank you. Thank you. So we were actually just chatting about... Uh, the Wall Street bet stuff. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So, as I uh, was saying before, basically I'll give an overview again, mm-hmm. uh, just in case so we can keep uh, base. So, basically think of stocks like selling bread, right? Or mm-hmm. selling something. Mm-hmm. And the, most, the more popular it is, the more high value it gets. Because people know that it's so limited that they can sell it to someone else for a higher amount. So, the slice of bread that they buy mm-hmm. at a cheaper rate can go up in demand and people waiting in line wanting that bread, yeah. they can sell it to them at a higher thing. And when they sell it to all those people and all of them have slices of bread, now everybody has it, so the stocks will go down. And when they go down, people will buy those stocks back from those people who have the slices because they realize, oh wait, yeah. my slice has no value now, so, so what am I gonna do? Let me just get rid of it. Yeah. And then those same people will get those slices again and say, hey, Look at this. I got all this bread, all this loaf, all these slices, and they're going up very and then, high. And then and they keep, they keep. So it's like a, it's like a cycle. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So when you think of it, that is how many um, investments go. So when it comes to investment, banks and capital, they do this thing where they can look at small companies that are coming up. Because mm. sometimes it's not based on the production of the company, what they're producing, what kind of revenue they're bringing per year. It's mainly based on the option of, oh, hey, we have this production company, let's get a news media, let's get uh, someone who is in the know of the industry to talk about how well this company is going to do in the future. And since those investment banks have all the stocks, when it goes high in value, they can sell that and make all that profit. It's it's crazy. Central banks, man. It's like... You, 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 can't, you can't go against the central bank, bro. And this is where crypto comes in. Yeah, but it's like, it's different. Central bank is a different concept than uh, investment or equity banks. Well, of course, yeah. So equity banks have something where it's based on the production of a company, right? So if you get a company in and the company is doing quite well, then people feel like, okay, this company's productivity is gonna increase our, uh, our stocks or increase our shares of this company. And one thing people do now, which is very interesting, is stocks have not become a productivity thing anymore. It has become a popularity thing. It's like Bitcoin yeah. now, yeah. right? Value is added depending on how many people invest in Of course. Right? So that is the same concept that it is now. Um, and also, don't forget the influence that it also impacts you. Like, bro, uh, two days back, Bitcoin was around 554,000, 54, 000, no, million. No, 54,000. 54,000. Oh, yeah. It dropped actually yesterday 50, 50k. So, really? yeah, Dude, bro. it's like 62 right now. Down. It dropped down no, yesterday, but it could have gone up it, last night. It'll always fluctuate. It will. Yeah. It will. Always like fluctuate. I said, with the bread yeah. analogy, it will always happen like that. And that's how people will always make income yeah. because they're selling on people's excitement. Yeah. Um, and it works so well. That's why a lot of uh, equity-based investment firms invest a lot into uh, PR and marketing and stuff like that. Dude, no. we're living in a marketing age. Exactly. We're living in like, like everything is marketed. Like we were talking. Actually, this this kind of segues into your stuff. The uh, the music uh, app. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's so many so many people now that can build like a whole music career just by marketing. Yeah, hundred percent. Like you can go into a studio, get a fairly good producer, um, fairly good engineer, and good equipment, and you can put out a song and market it and get a few million views. Yeah, 
If, yes. you, if you do the right marketing and if you throw it up on TikTok or the latest app or whatever. I'm serious, man. Your TikTok, bro. bro one of my friends oh, actually, one of my friends, uh, Ben, he, he produces for people and he, he made a song with this guy that he did. It was his very first song. Never, like, he did choir and stuff like that, but he never did any other music stuff in his life. He just went in the studio with, with a producer and puts the song out. It's already at like 200,000. Song, uh, listens in like like a week and a half, two weeks. So you can blow up just like, like the that. right thing, and you throw it up on TikTok. Some kids like it, and then they start sharing it to their friends, and it just boom, boom. Oh, yeah. That's actually interesting. And you can you, you can do a lot nowadays. So yeah, like when it comes to the music industry, um, yeah. Like I've been doing market research in it for seven years plus, and one of the most interesting things you come to understand is. I say, uh, when it comes to online, mm-hmm. you're fighting over a million people to get yeah. uh, at least one person's attention, right? Because mm-hmm. it's a million musicians to one person because you're trying to get one person at a time. Mm-hmm. And one thing is, um, when it comes to the talent of it, it's quite hard for you to um, stand out out of everybody else. Yeah. And what we came to do is, when we spoke to venues at the time, and we asked them, oh, hey, what's your biggest problem? And they said marketing. They can't get people into their venues, yeah. no matter how hard they try. And to a point, they invested in a lot of musicians at the time, and musicians overpromised and underdelivered all the time. There was a venue we knew that invested two, what, almost two grand into an artist, so they paid them a grand in the beginning, mm-hmm. and the artist made all these promises. So what the venue did is he hired bartenders to come into the location, um, and you know get all these things going. And as soon as the event came in, the artist came in to perform, nobody showed up. Only two people came. So he wasted money mm-hmm. on, um, on all these things, paid the artist, got mm-hmm. people to be bartending and everything like that. So he wasted so much money. Yeah, and it happened. Point, yeah. He doesn't want to have anything to do with live music anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a point where we realize that integrity of art is missing. And it's yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So when it comes to that, that that was a big factor. And mm-hmm. when it came to the history of music, one thing you realize is the way for you to grow organically and keep your fan base for years to come mm-hmm. is to start local. If you look at it, the generation gap between artists and what we have now is what I, what we have now is fast food, right? People come in, they consume what they enjoy, mm-hmm. and then when it's old, they let it go. Yeah. But when it comes to the old school musicians. They've stayed for for years to come. Yeah. And they've organically grown to the point that we even love them. Because it feels relatable, right? Because yeah. they're not just talking about like, oh, I got all this money, I got whatever. They're talking about like a story they went through, or like them trying to achieve what they want to achieve, or something that like where maybe I'm not a musician, maybe I'm not doing that. But I, everyone has goals, right? And if yeah. you if you more focus on like the bigger picture then like people are going to relate to it, which is, a lot, that's what a lot of artists did. Well, I can't tell you then. how many times I've listened to, uh, sorry, I've listened to, uh, what was the song? Oh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Oh. Always. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, it just impacts just how his whole story was, especially with AIDS, mm-hmm. and then how it still is used today, and people still listen to the music. Right. I don't know if anybody else. Wait, you relate to the AIDS part? Habibi, bro. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you relate to the like AIDS? That? Yeah, that's what it, oh, bro, that's what it sounded like. Yeah. I was like, wait. You got AIDS, bro? What? Don't discriminate. That's nudes, nudes don't to discriminate. Me, bro. You heard that too, right? Uh, yeah, we got the yeah. audience back there. Oh, man. All right. All right. But no, oh, I can know how it's flowing through Queens, bro. Yeah. Insane. Bro, there's another one actually. Okay, but it'll come to me anyway. Or even like, just like Biggie, Tupac, all those yes. guys. Because they're ta- that's like, they're talking about a story. They're talking yeah. about like, they, they the came narrative. from no one, whatever. And they figured out how to like, they started small. They started like, just uh, just preaching to like the, the, or like rapping on the corner, rap yeah. battles, whatever. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. Um, I think it's like maybe a two minute freestyle or something of Biggie back in like the 60s. Yeah, Yeah, in the streets that went super viral and everything, but it didn't even go viral then. It it went viral like maybe five years ago or something like that. You know, it's a formula that I realize is missing. Um, Yeah. One thing is like what artists did back Mm -hmm. in the day is they used the crowd to see what content works and what didn't, right? 
So how you relate? It's like comedy, right? When I was just about comedy, to say that. Yeah. The the com comedian uses the audience as a feedback to see if his joke works or doesn't, and the ones that work, he keeps them, and the ones that doesn't, he mm -hmm. doesn't go cool. away. Yeah. So. And the way is every live audience, no matter small or big, mm -hmm. is helping you improve on your craft mm -hmm. to a point where when you get bigger, you now understand what it takes to relate to a crowd of a thousand to a crowd of 50,000. Mm -hmm. And that is where people are getting missing when it comes to um, music mm -hmm. is uh, like, how are you going to relate to people? Mm -hmm. And people think all you have to do is get big fast. Yes, you can do that, but you don't have the system or the formula to stay. Yeah, you're gonna fall off just as quick as you got up. Caught up. up. Yeah. Because you didn't have that, like you know, that re relatable mm -hmm. options that people start and build with. Mm -hmm. That's why comedy has a longer le longevity mm -hmm. than music now, is because they still have to follow that same formula. Yeah. yeah. But musicians don't. That's true. So that is what we came to realize when it came to this. So we wanted to create a marketplace where we can help small artists or even big. Because we spoke to venues and we're like, are you willing to help? Sorry, what music? was the name of the app just again? Oh, Rev Music. So Rev Music, there we R -E -V go. R-E-V-M-U-Z-I-K. Oh, okay, there we um, go. So when we spoke to them, we're yeah. like, will you be willing to take artists that don't that don't have any credibility? And he's like, yes. So underground artists? Yes. They're like, yes. They're very excited to do that because they don't have to give them a big spot, but they can give them a smaller spot and then mm. see them grow from there. And it's very important. So what we did is, with that marketplace, we made it so everyday consumers can find events anytime. And how they do that is just by location, the genre they're interested in, and also other factors. Mm -hmm. And with those factors, we can educate venues and musicians mm -hmm. on where to get the best musicians or where to get the best audience. So mm -hmm. we tell them, oh, hey, based on this location, the genre of people are, are in this location. So go there, get a venue there, and find a performance so that you don't have to promote too much. Mm -hmm. All you need to do is just build your craft because you don't need to perform to a thousand people when you're just starting. Yeah. But you can oh, that's actually show. sick. So, so like, let's say, let's say I'm an artist yeah. and, uh, so your app would let me book a, book a spot and then also, so can I simultaneously ask, well, bring the fans to that spot through the how app? How does it or? work? How does it work? Is, how does the app work in a sense? Great question. So what it, how it works is, as a marketplace, mm. if you're a venue and I'm an artist, yeah. mm. I can collaborate with you and create an event. Mm -hmm. As soon as that event is created, it takes it to the market, uh, like to the platform, where you, as an everyday consumer, can search for that event. Mm -hmm. You can listen to a sample of the musician, right? Watch a video or even browse their thing because they've made a hyperlink for all their profiles, so you can see all of that, so you don't have to spend time doing that. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can go to that event. We can tell them how well you you are interested in that event, give them the data, and say, oh, hey, based on your performance, this is the type of audience which you should be going for. I love it. And then from oh. there. It's literally like a, a, a Tinder, yes. in a sense. It's like it's kind of almost like a step-by-step -step guide so that artists aren't instead, they're, they're less trying to just go, I want to. I want 100,000 people to see this, even if they don't relate to the song or they listen to the song halfway through and quit. Exactly. They, they more, you're trying to get more of like you engaged this, right? listeners yeah. that are seriously yeah. interested in yes. it. We oh, want to educate okay. artists that we need to focus on engaged listeners because okay. no matter how hard you promote, yeah. right, you get maybe 2% of that. Yeah. It costs you a lot of money to do that. Mm. So you're technically throwing money away mm. just so you can get something. You gotta make your money work for you, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Well, you gotta make your money work for you. So, from a first understanding of the data, we can now educate you better and saying, oh, hey, instead of build, booking a place here and getting people who live 100 miles away to come see you, you travel 100 miles so that they can walk five minutes to come see you. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Now, you are evolving how you market because now you're not inconveniencing people anymore, right? You're not bringing an inconvenience to them. You're basically just bringing in the specific people that want to listen to your music. Yes. And bro, man, that, that, that honestly is the best thing anybody could have ever created. Because I could easily go to a place underground and listen to some guy's music and be like, yeah. I spent 50 bucks on a ticket. This guy is shit. Yes. Why did I spend my money? Yes. Why? Oh, that's true. This, this is honestly yeah. the most ingenious or, thing. Yeah. It's a sample piece you're giving out to the public really quick. Yes. 
And that was one thing too, because we spoke to all three consumer bases. Mm -hmm. Because one thing you came to realize, or I came to realize yeah. was, um, when I was doing market research, I realized that everyday consumers are just forgotten, but they're the ones that generate all the income for those people, right? So I was like, okay, yeah. it's true. if they're being forgotten, okay, why, and they're the ones feeding their people, why are they not being heard? Mm -hmm. Are they at least making some sort of income through this app as well? For who? For these artists. Are yes. they getting a percentage of so ticket sale? I don't know how it works behind perfect. that. Yeah. So if you can also explain how it works backstage. Perfect. Like behind the scenes. Yeah, behind yeah. the scenes. Behind exactly. the scenes. Yeah. So that's a perfect uh, thing. So one thing we wanted to do for behind the scenes was implement a ticketing system. Mm -hmm. uh, we also asked venues if they're willing to pay artists. They're like, yes but they're so diverse with how their payment methods work. Some will do, uh, will give you food, right? Mm -hmm. Will give you gear and whatnot, and some will give money. So we didn't want to deal with that complication format just yet. We will go into it, but mm -hmm. we want to make sure we understand how they do it properly through rent first, and then from there, we can then educate properly on how to go. So even artists that are coming in new can understand how to go about this, so they don't burn bridges. Oh, okay, yeah. so so um, it, it wow. seems like I, I'm starting to get this a lot more. So it seems like you're you're approaching uh, what is it? You're approaching music and like uh, musicians and stuff the way that a, a comedian would, yes. like a stand-up comedian when they're building a fan base, building an act. You're approaching it the same way, oh, where yeah. it's like you're you're thinking like uh, uh, like for example the payment. So it would be like either either the food, whatever, or they would get like ticket sales, like percentage, mm -hmm. or maybe they would get uh, a percentage of like the bar for the night or something like that, right? Yeah. So yeah. you're trying to figure out how to, how to link the two so that the artist would be like, so you could like, you could almost get paid and everything yeah, through yeah, the app do. as well. Exactly. Like, I don't so know. it's like a creative yeah. freedom. Yeah. And one thing we're trying to do with ticketing is to evolve it. Mm. Uh, when you look at ticketing, the system is very, um, how do I say, flawed. Mm. Not in the sense where the artist won't make something, but the venue sometimes lose a lot because sometimes yeah. when an artist has a show, maybe a big artist, you get bots that are buying it to a point where the resale problem is they don't even sell enough of it mm -hmm. most of the times, and they get empty venues or you know half capacity venues and yeah. the venues are not making. That looks bad for everyone too. Everyone. Not even just the money side of it. It's like back to marketing. If, if you keep having, either it's the artist or the bar or the location, whatever it is, um, it looks bad for everyone, everyone if it's an empty venue. Yeah, even if you sold out tickets, if it's empty, it looks bad on anyone. Yeah. So what we're doing is, because now we have an, uh, an account or a profile for fans, mm. what we're doing is we can see your activity and match you with the right, and we already know your recommendation, we mm. know what you like, so we can give you recommendations, even in a city you're staying or a city you're traveling to. Mm -hmm. So we can give you the right things that we know you like and would go to, depending mm -hmm. on the day of. Sorry, you said city you're traveling to? How, yeah. how, how far have you expanded this already? Great question. So, so a lot of great questions. Jesus, man. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, that's a great I'm just joking, bro. I'm buzzing. Um, <laughs> so how we, um, what we expanded to is we expanded to uh, two cities right now. Uh, we're not trying to go too fast because of COVID, mm -hmm. you know. Um, so basically, uh, Florianopolis and uh, Melbourne. Where's that? Uh, that's in Brazil. Florianopolis. Yeah. So it's a smaller state, uh, like city. Mm. So what we're doing is we're understanding the marketplace there first, so that we can go into Sao Paulo and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So, because, bro, you 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 really hit the Latin Americans hard there, brother. Like, some people in Brazil, no matter what, they party hard, especially for carnival. Yeah. You you really hit the park. Yeah, oh, you hit the fucking. When, when is that? When is carnival? Apparently it was last week, bro. Yeah, it was last week. Oh, it was last week, yeah. bro. This guy. Uh, I don't I don't follow any of that, but I should. Bro. This guy, bro. This Crazy, guy is already right? making too much money, bro. He shouldn't no, be no, here, bro. No, this no, guy no, should no, have no, private no, security no. with us, bro. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> no, no, no. We we still like uh, honestly because of COVID, you haven't started like charging. Mm. We, we still want to make sure that people uh, understand what we're doing. It's more of an educational phase right now. Mm. Um, so with that, uh, or like I digress, I have to go back to the ticketing thing so yeah. people can understand yeah, yeah. exactly what I mean by that. So with the ticketing, 
um, based on your activities, we can know you're a real person so that we can give you the right tickets, the right um, times, because we know that you're more convenient to go to that event. Yeah. Now, it'll increase capacity for venues. It makes venues more confident in hiring musicians, knowing it's big or small. Mm -hmm. They know that it'll increase capacity when they do this. So it's something that we wanted to focus on so that if it's a, uh, what's the name, uh, at the door event or it's an open event or it's just a random restaurant where they're playing music in the background, you have those uh, freedoms to do that. Even for restaurants? Yes. Wow. So even for the restaurant thing, the reason why we came up with that is we realized that people go out and they like to enjoy, um, you know, Dude, something man, small with their girlfriend. Because one guy told me, it's like, mm -hmm. hey, can I go and rev and take my girl out on a romantic date to like a jazz place? And I was like, Huh. We there didn't go. think of that. Yeah. It's so, bro, because I've gone to many, like, especially Italian restaurants, keep this in mind, very, very, like, relaxing, calm. You hear music on the speaker, but I'm like, dude, you know what? I want to hear something different. I want to hear an actual guy sitting down right in front of me playing me some music, bro, like old times, like it's that. That old time. Like, I'm enjoying some, like... Some, like, cello or something. Some, just no, like bro, I'm enjoying the food. Yeah. I'm enjoying the time with my girlfriend. I'm enjoying the music, bro. Like, and that actually would increase your revenue, too. And also the restaurants, too. Yes. So have you, by any chance, well, I don't know about now, especially with COVID, um, the impacts that some restaurants are closing down, which is awful, honestly, especially. Then you got, like, these corporate, com corporate, uh, corporate companies coming in. Mm -hmm. Um have you marketed to anybody in Toronto? Yeah, um, we did when we first uh, came out and um, when we first uh, officially launched because we were out before, but we didn't launch yet. We yeah. Sorry, just to backtrack really quick, how long have you guys had the, the app like launched and everything 100%? Because I don't think we've answered that. Um, so how long has it been like on? Is it on the App Store already or? Oh, no, no, no. So it's a web app right now. Okay. We don't want to push it on the App Store just yet. Okay. Uh, we we're still finishing our legal documentation. Ah, okay. you gotta gotta keep everything yeah, by the book. Yeah. TM, bro, TM, yeah. trademarking. So Cross the T's, dot the I's, uh, all that. Exactly. Yeah. Get so that we got hit. those done, and now yeah. we're gonna be transferring it to uh, the App Store very soon. Mm. Um, but it's official for web app, webmusic.com, that K, so people mm -hmm. uh, would know. Um, so what we wanted to do if I'm remembering the question again, can you uh, put me... Yeah, yeah, so uh, when, like how long has it been out? Like oh, how long is, has, like from from beginning to like all the beta phases, all that, how long has it, like the website and all that been up and running 100%? Okay. So for 100%, we, we came up in, um, well, let's say, early 2020. Early 2020. When, when we came out with... Like January or like January, something yeah. like that? So, okay. so it's about a year. Yeah, almost a year. But so that's January, and uh, we had a lot of events that time. Like, mm -hmm. it was crazy. I couldn't keep up. Yeah. Thank God that COVID came. Cause yeah, because you were probably, like, burning yourself. No, wait, 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 burning the on. candle at both ends. You it's know? January, right? Yeah. Early January. It's February now, so it's about a year. Technically, mm -hmm. about a year. Yeah. Cause and plus. Actually, because no, I actually was gonna say because I used to take photos for this old guy, this 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 uh, hype beast uh, guy, and bro, honestly, I know like upcoming rappers, I know upcoming artists, bro. I don't know if you've heard anybody like Oche. Hmm. I've been trying. I've been like bro. Oh man, Skies. we can talk about that we'll, after. We'll but, talk like, about that after. We'll talk about that. We'll after, send you a whole list that we we shoot. We both like shoot video and photo and stuff like that. And uh, we we have quite a few people that are artists. I'm sure they'd be interested oh, yeah. in talking yeah. talking about some stuff like that. So, um, but yeah. oh, man, I'm down too. But back to what I was saying. Mm. Did you guys do anything for? Because I know there's this one center downtown, the Metro Metro. It's in front of Old City Hall. It's like a. Is it a venue? It's a venue place. It's called Metro something. Oh, okay. Oh. oh. Metro. Um, is it Metro or Assembly Hall? Metro. Conventional Hall. There you go. Oh, Metro Conventional Hall. Uh, is it conventional? Yeah, conventional. Did you, did you, yeah. did you by any chance do anything for that? No, 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 no. No? No. Okay. Okay. Because I was going to say, if you get involved with Hypebeast, brother. Oh, man. No, we're looking at it because, like, uh, 
we have uh, good connections with SOCAN and everything like that. So what mm -hmm. we were thinking at the time was uh, getting in contact with them and like you know finding different ways to utilize their format yeah. to help increase uh, their outreach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say and also help them each feel like they're giving back to them at the time. Um, but you know, due to COVID, we have to change our strategies a bit. But the few venues we we already have, when we spoke to them, there's always been requesting that when everything comes back to normal, they'd like to set up a festival format with us, where um, they can ha all have events. So you got to lock down to uh, rev so that everybody can have the same outreach as much as they can. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> big one. Yeah, so. Uh, that's exactly um, how we want to approach our growth, for sure. It's making it, don't make it too corporate, because we don't want people to feel scared. Of mm -hmm. course. Uh, because we built it for regular people so that they can understand the business side right. without feeling too, um, how would I say, overwhelmed. Yeah. I, I think we have a same question about like how you started out oh, man. with everything. Because yeah. like, you said you, want, you said it's not corporate. Actually, no, no. How did you get the idea for this? Like, when did this oh, become? The yeah, entire thing. story, bro. What's Man, the story? Or maybe, maybe just moment. like, maybe just like the bullet points. Like, yeah, like, sure. so was <laughs> it like a? Was it, I want to hear every single day that you did, bro. I want to hear from day to night, bro. What was so, going on through your head? So like, um, when I got out of high school, 19 at the time, um, mm. I took a year off. So a year came, like I said before. Yeah. Um, I was, I couldn't find a job. Mm -hmm. Was trying, and then a friend of mine introduced me to. Uh, Summer company, they give uh, grants for three grand for you to start a business. They help you through the process. And um, I started a soccer company at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was training kids. Oh, yeah. What soccer company? It was uh, the active. Uh, oh, was, so is it like one of those summer camp type yeah, things? Yeah, it was a summer uh, camp. Ah, yeah. Those are, those are important, though. Yeah, because they, they help kids, kids a lot, actually. The kids in my neighborhood or in the neighborhood across me were a little bit like, you know, they're not in bad situations. Yeah. They're in bad situations, Asian, I mean, yeah. yeah. But, so they couldn't afford summer activities. So I was like, oh, hey, yeah, I have this grant. Mm -hmm. I'm still young. It's not like I'm going to spend all of it. Yeah. So let's do something where it'll be young, but I still have to make some revenue. So mm -hmm. I, I charged it very cheap, like yeah. 200 bucks mm -hmm. uh, for the whole summer. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah it went really very good. well. Um, it went very well, but then we had this lady who came in and started crazy, and then I just felt like, Sad, but yeah, I just like it's not worth it. It's not worth as it. soon as you start dealing with the crazies, yeah, it's time to dip. It. You're automatically going to lose with them then. Exactly. Yeah. So I start, and then my brother is a musician. So uh, we'll go to his shows, and it's just be friends and family mm -hmm. there. And at the same faces. So I'm like, yo, how can we do this so very random people can show up, mm -hmm. you know, without you having to promote it all the time? So then I came up with this format where it's like artists can share their fan base. And I went to Mars, and I met a mentor. He's like, no, how are you going to make money? Because how do you think of money at the time? What is Mars? Oh, so Mars is uh, this Mars is Mars Discovery District. It's an incubator. Oh, is that that, that place downtown? Yes. So uh, I've always hospitals. seen that, and like I've never, yes. I have no clue what it yeah. is, but I guess there it's we go. A, it, was a, it was a hospital. Mm -hmm. um, it was a research facility of research some sort. Research facility, and then yeah. it became a tech hub, too. Wait, it was, so... So it's a research it's facility? It's a research slash tech facility? Yeah. Wow. Are they in stocks, bro? They're in <laughs> stocks. Yeah, this man's obsessed with stocks stocks, right? yeah. Bro, I need a uh, you know what? easy money yeah, yeah, grab, yeah. bro. <laughs> so, Sorry. Oh, come on, man. Um, so He's too Canadian, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's too many no, sorry. No, bro, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm whitewashed as hell, bro. No, I'm no, Spanish no, and yeah. whitewashed. Don't worry yeah. about it, man. They love you roll with that. I think we all are a little. Yeah. You living in Canada, yeah, you're yeah, going to be whitewashed be a, little. a little. Bit, all right, mate. Yeah. yeah. You still got to have your How about that, eh? Bro. Yeah. Bro, just I need to get that it's spicy Latin out, bro. Yeah, you got to have your flavor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just brought the old school back. So mm. listen to me. But yeah, so uh, from there, people are like, oh, how are you going to make money? So, and talk to your customers. So I started talking to customers, and I realized that the problem is not just fans. And then I went to... Um, venues and I realized the problem is not just uh, venues and musicians. Customers, they just want customers. Mm -hmm. Of course, bro. So I was like, ah. And from there, it was just more of a, 
talking, conversation, setting up pieces, setting up problems, and finding out what your problem is and setting a solution to it. And I came up with this Frankenstein of nonsense. Mm. And I was like, huh, I need to put this together to make it make sense. And a lot of, a little bit of, uh, what's it, mental gymnastics came about, a lot of thinking, mm. a lot of calculations too, which is kind of weird. People are like, how are you mapping this? Yeah. But because, Matt made it look nicer on the app, right? Mm. I have to design it so it makes smoother. Oh, so yeah. so you designed it? Yeah, I, I designed uh, the oh, app to okay. make sure it's smoother. Yeah. So that people, when they come in, they're not overwhelmed. Everything yeah. is much more easy. Mm. Because it's a three consumer marketplace. Yeah. Two is already complicated. Because when I first started, people were like, three? I'm like, are you nuts? At least leave one room. Oh, so oh, like three. So you have three markets you're targeting. So is that three right? customer base. Yeah, so yeah. so you have the the customers, so it'd be like the uh, the customers of the bar mm -hmm. and the people that are interested in listening to the music. Yeah. You have the artists, yeah. and then you also have the venues. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Ah, okay. So people are like, That's cool. leave one. Leave yeah. one at home. Like, it's too much. It's mm -hmm. too complicated. But yeah, like, but they all fit together, bro. Exactly. So you can't really leave you one another. Leave one. Because if you do, it won't work. Mm -hmm. You broke the entire, you you broke the entire the thing, system. bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, it took a while to educate people for them to see that, oh wait, this. But then after that, I had to test the market. So just to see if people actually want it. So mm -hmm. I did this like random site and we had about what, 50, 50K hits, 50,000 hits. Oh, that's not bad. Regular sites from yeah. over 175 countries because I made it just random just to see what just to see what would happen. Interested. Yeah. And we had like from Russia, mm -hmm. Russia was our number one hit, then US, then Canada, then Double Spain. Brazil, Argentina. I think Spain? we got a few from Europe too, I can't remember, because you know, Europe is a lot. Yeah. But 175, I'm pretty sure uh, Spain is part of it. Yeah. So we had that, and we had a few artists from all over the place hitting us up, a few from London, UK, a few venues from London, oh, UK. Oh, they party hard too, man. Saying, oh, hey, Crazy. when is this coming out? Crazy. And everything. And then from there, I had to go look for a team. And that took years. That took two yeah. years because it's very That's difficult to find the right people. And the trust, bro. The, the, the trust is the number one thing, real yeah. fast. So when we found that production process was took a while because we still had to get people in and people were doing it part time and everything like that. So that was much more difficult. But yeah, long story short, as some of the stories and how we got to this position and how Red Music came about. So it was not more of a, oh yeah, you have an idea. It's more like I saw a problem and I was like, oh wait, there's no solution for it, so let me figure a solution out. And that's how I came up with it. And I you came up with, yo, you came with the biggest brain moves, brother. I oh, like that. Man, I bro, wait till, wait till COVID's over, man. This guy will be bringing yeah, over I know. As 100K soon as, You know what, though? It's kind of cool. I will say it's kind of cool. It worked out, like, perfectly mm -hmm. for the app because it seems like uh, you guys, not that you weren't ready, but, like, you weren't oh, okay, so you weren't ready for for the yeah, the demand yeah, and like all that. Up, yeah. So you probably would have like burnt yourself oh, out yeah. and the whole team out yeah. if if COVID didn't happen. happen. I feel like yeah, I, I told. And the so guy now I, you get you kind of have your you had like all that data from from getting the businesses and all that yeah. to start to start. And now and now like you get to go back and look at all that and be like, all right, so you kind of have something to hit the ground running, running with. with. Yeah, yeah, we have about 500 uh, artists. Yeah. Oh, gee. Yeah, 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 500 awesome. artists? Yeah. That's Keep insane. in mind, those are also people around the world too, right? So yeah. No, no, just yeah. in Toronto. Whoa, what? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> 500 artists? Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, just, okay, now take this, and take this in mind, how to become uh, a, uh, an artist now. Like, 500 people. Yeah. One person trying to make it out, bro. Yeah. That's fucked. Wait, wait, That's I got a question though. Yeah. Do you uh, do you screen your artists at all? Like you, you probably like I don't know. I'm not speaking anything like that. I'm just curious. Do you do you like just let any artist on the app? Like let's say tomorrow I would make a song. Am I allowed to to go on the yeah. app or not? Because we've given the venue the freedom to pick who they want. Oh, okay. Right. So it's just if I suck, I just won't get it. Yeah, you won't get oh, it. Okay. But at the end of the day, bro, it it's good for them, man. Because yeah. like yeah. No, it's not. The thing is, we didn't do it because it's good for us. We asked venues, right? We're like. He's trying it's to not a negative thing I say, stated. It's oh, a positive thing. Don't keep that in yeah, mind. No, no, no. Yeah. I don't want to feel like it was a negative. No, because it's a good thing for you because at the end of the day, you got someone's name out there. Yeah. Right? And if yeah. they didn't get it from the venue, the venue is still going to come back to you, trusting you, yeah. picking somebody else. Yeah. Right? So 
That's the I, Oh, yeah, no, no, not, not take it. I Habibi, thought, bro. No, no, don't worry. Peace and love. Pasi amor, pasi amor. apologies. Yeah, like, that was the whole goal. The main goal was when we spoke to venues, they're like, they still want to have that yeah. freedom to pick. They don't want us to bring them. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, why? They can do that themselves. Mm. It's just, it's much more difficult to filter through all this emails mm. to find the right guy and when you do, how to organize it and everything like that. It's a lot. Yeah. So it's it a is, lot of organization for Speaking of no, organizing, yeah. they have a calendar system too, integrated into it. So as soon as we sign, like as soon as I request a time for you, mm. you say yes, mm. or automatically on your calendar. It's just automatically there. Yeah. So people can see your availability without you asking for it. And vice versa for the venue. Oh, so and fans can see when your performances are coming in your calendar. Mm-hmm. So they can either do a right now format or they can follow you to follow you and see what you're coming up with next mm-hmm. week, next month, next whatever it is. So one thing we did is on the search, it's a right now format, but on the following, it's a longevity format. Beautiful. You know what else is, I will say there's a, uh, there's something really cool about your business plan that I can see just right here is uh, you have an opportunity to help someone blow up. And if yeah. you do, they're definitely probably going to like, or at least you should, you should like try to get some kind of set up with them where it's like, I blew up from Rev, Rev Music. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's right? when it comes out to them literally going on to them, yeah. right? So yeah. no matter what. But just from a marketing standpoint. Yeah, but they're getting the credit though at the end of the day. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of, but also like, Let's say, let's say you find the next like Russ or mm-hmm. the next like multi, like crazy, crazy, like Platinums, all you that. You find the next Drake, bro. Yeah, you find that. Let's say you, you find the next Drake that replaces Drake. Um, I don't know what could replace Drake. Yeah, we're in Toronto. <laughs> we're in Toronto. We got to like whatever. But, uh, you can't go there with yeah, that. Yeah, but. Drake is goat. Habibi, bro. All right. But like, imagine you find that, right? And they start just performing, they do some concerts, they do all that, and they, they organize it all through your app. You're, you're going to become, like, the, the next, like, hot commodity. You, you probably, like, if, if uh, you find the next, like, Drake or whatever, people are going to want to be paying you to be like, hey, do that for me. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Like, artists are going to be like, hey, like, I, I need this. Like, I'm putting all this money into marketing and all that. Why not just pay you and, like, you figure it out for me? Yeah. It, it was a smart format that we came yeah. up with was we realized two things. Venues are limited, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Artists are unlimited. So how do you promote? Promote through the venue, right? The venue filter finds you, so they're the filter. They filter the bad artists from the good ones, and we just promote the good ones. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to do the filtering. Oh, okay. <laughs> right? So it's almost like, it's <laughs> like what, is what so Instagram is oh doing a little, God. right? Yeah. It's almost like the more attention and engagement a profile <laughs> receives, the more they'll be boosted up oh, to the top. Yes. But it's venues are still willing to sense. give small artists yeah. a chance. Mm-hmm. Not just, not on their top list. Of course. Of course. It's, 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 again, they have to choose who they want to mm-hmm. represent. So, exactly. but again, they're taking a risk. Yes, they are so taking a risk. It's 50-50 at the end of the day, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but I mean, again, it helps out the artists. At least they get their name out. Mm-hmm. At least, also you get your name out too, and I'm pretty sure you guys have a, some sort of like, whenever you guys have like a, a marketing protocol or yeah. whatever, when you're actually at the venue, you guys state that, hey, check out this app, yada yada. Yeah. We actually got said artists to come to this venue, venue yeah. and we got this venue to support us, and we support the venue. So that's how you created your own networking system, yeah, vice you know versa. What? But as soon as you brought that up, it's a system that we've actually been thinking about because we have a tipping system in there, but it's radius based. So um, if you're not in the venue at the time of the performance, you can still tip, but you won't tip in a way where we give you a gratification for it. So if you're in the uh, location and you tip the artist, you can say, oh, wait, yeah, this person tipped. Whoa, you're tipping the artist now? Yeah, you can After tip. you bought the ticket. Yeah, you can if you want. Damn. Yeah. So you can, even if it's a walk-in. Bro, this is a new Uber, bro. Yeah, because this is a new Uber, bro. We realize the walk-in system is much more simple and straightforward, yeah. right? Because we realize a lot of venues want to go that route. So we wanted to find a way to help artists by giving them a system where people can tip them automatically. And that was what we, uh, we uh, brought forth into that. So one of the most um, interesting things about the whole concept is 
when it comes to arts, right? When it comes to your artists, having them being uh, having uh, the option to uh, promote their events on a right now basis, yeah, they can now focus on like you know data and analytics because we also give that to venues too, so venues can know what is most popular, what genre is most popular per day, what times are people going out, and everything like that. Bro, you're just and giving that, us all your, your, your secrets, Habibi, bro. So. This is this is this is knowledge you're giving us, I bro. Guess so. Yeah, because Jeez. it's something yeah. that um, we won't tell you how we'll do it, but yeah. we'll tell you. Well, I'm pretty I'm pretty That's sure somebody in the I'm audience excited, will be like, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. excited to I'm see it. I'm gonna crack the code, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna see it. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so it's more of like the most important thing for Rev is education. Right? You taking investors? Um, yeah, we're open to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're yeah. Open to it. How much do you want to invest, bro? We'll talk about that. Baby. There you okay. go. Right. There you go. Bro, I mean, it's, there's a, it's yeah. literally a no fallout plan. Yeah. You're, the guy is not going to lose any source of income. There He's going to be gaining money at the end of the day, realistically. <laughs> He's not going to say that to you, though. Nah, 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 Look at that. Nah, it came nah. for a podcast. Got yeah, an investment. Now I'm getting Look at Bro, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Jesus I'm Christ. kidding. I'm kidding. There you go. Don't feel bad. I'm happy, bro. I'm just fucking with you, bro. No, I'm just fucking with you. Uh, just to let you know, bro, like, this is my face. Okay, good. So, <laughs> I think you hurt his feelings, bro. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> no, God. No, I feel I'm so sad. Sorry, his no, feelings no, no, are Shut up. hurt. You feel bad, right? No, no, no. no, no. Uh, dude, okay, nah, dude, we're chilling, man. The thing about us, bro, we're entrepreneurs, man. We, we know how to fucking come out to I, other... Sorry. Yeah. We know how to come out to other people. We know how to express our emotions very I well. Swear, like, bro, we... we that's the thing that entrepreneurs out. Sorry to interrupt your your entire Come speech on, about man. I want your to hear entire you guys music too. I feel like I'm the only one talking. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. So, stay mm-hmm. So uh, we 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 have to like we. Okay, I'm gonna tell you something that like everybody asks how we got involved. Yes, uh, I'd like to hear that for sure. That yeah, entire sure. that one story how we actually met as oh yeah so individuals yeah so ross yeah (laughs) this is fucking this is kind of funny actually this is here i'll start it off so basically i uh i went to school for business marketing and uh i think it was like second semester i realized like wow i'm getting like nothing out of this like i'm just like yes they're teaching me like maybe some some math that i might use later some little little pieces that i might use Mm -hmm. but honestly like I, I felt like I wasn't learning how to run a business. I was more learning how to like be a part of one or like mm-hmm. work under someone that's yeah. like calling all the shots. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, this is this ain't it. So what I did is I started a clothing brand called uh, Agenda Agenda Toronto. It was like a, a yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was it was fun. It was a fun little thing. And um, what's it called? I. So I started off. I taught myself how to use like Photoshop, make designs, and like. Um, like where to get manufacturers, uh, how to set up like the clothing, like the, the, like actually get the t-shirts made, all that. And then I was like, okay, so I have a product. Now I need to figure out how to market this. Mm -hmm. And to start, you need media, you need things to shoot. You need like, you need, you need, uh, content. Mm -hmm. And so I started just on my phone. Like I would do like little screenshots and I would do that and like try to design stuff and use those as posts. But at some point you do need your own gear. You need a camera, just something basic. And so I went on Kijiji. I was a broke student. I'm not about to go buy like a whole, a whole camera setup. Like so, I said, save money. Yeah, exactly. Time, right? Exactly. Find the cheapest way to make things happen. So happen, that's exactly how I met this guy. I uh, I went on Kijiji, and one of the first two Kijiji? cameras. Yeah, it was. Leco. Same thing. Leco, Kijiji. So it was basically, you it was one of those trading that. apps. Bro. That is bad. That's bad. I'll let yeah. you know why. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know, because Leco yeah. actually is no more, bro. Yeah, oh, really? Leco is gone. They it's bought gone. out by Kijiji. You know oh, so that? he's not wrong. Then. I'm not wrong. Those fucking bastards. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, but, but just to finish off, um, yeah, sorry. I, so I, uh, I saw his camera, his old camera on there, and I hit him up. Excuse me. I hit him up, and I was just like, "Hey, man, I need a camera. Like, what? Uh, can you meet up? Like, I want to see what it looks like. Like, all that." And um, 
I actually, I, we met up. I didn't end up buying the camera. It just didn't work for what I needed. I think that I needed video. You bamboozled me, bro. I did. I kind of bamboozled him. You but him travel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I did? I, uh, I, I shot him a message later. I was like, hey, but uh, you should like come on on this with me and like help me shoot some stuff and things like that. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And pretty much that was like, what, two years ago? Two years. Oh, Something like two cool. years. It's crazy. It's that crazy. Cool. Like things just kind of connect. Uh, yeah, 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 I'm gonna tell so, you my side of that story. Yeah, actually. you were pissed probably. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> this man, this I was fucking. Like, I was triggered, bro. Were you really? Like, Why the fuck aren't you this buying man, my camera? <laughs> I walked all the way out. It was. Bro, you it was to, winter. You went to St. George. It was winter. It wasn't that bad. No, no, no. Bro. I had to. I had to travel. I had to travel from my girlfriend's place. Bro, you all the way up. Do you know where I came from? Habibi, bro. I came from. I literally went from Humber North Maybe. to St. George. Bro, I had intentions yeah, of making oh money. God. That's literally like two hours, bro. I had intentions of making money. This, this man was trying this to- this man has to say, I don't want it. This man was trying to swindle me for a camera that- <laughs> a busted camera, yeah. bro. No, no, Whoa, just, okay. bro, no, 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 yeah. And you like, does it come with a lens? That's fucking day bro, of, bro. I'm like, no, I've read never, the description, bro. See, but this is, this is where it was kind of funny is like, I didn't, like, I hadn't been shooting. I'd never done any of this. I didn't know. <laughs> this is so dumb to even say out loud. I didn't know that a camera and a lens was separate. I thought it was just like, you buy them together and you're good. Oh, so he shows no. up, he shows up with just the body. And I was like, let me, I wanted to like take some pictures and stuff. And I was like, Let's see how this works. Show me how it works. He has no. Did you have a lens on you or no? Bro, I didn't have a lens. You brought no lens, just you the only body. You asked for the body, bro. Okay, okay. I couldn't. He's not gonna bring lens so that he can test it and know if it's real. Ah. <laughs> like, okay, like, check this out. Check bro, this that's, out. I got such fishy feelings, bro. Yeah, that's a fishy feeling. Yeah, yeah. Not, you know those guys on. You Are know, you kidding me? No. You know those guys on Kijiji? You're buying a car. But they take the wheels. They're like, drive. yeah, you can test drive it. No Bro, wheels though. No. So on that camera <laughs> yeah. was old school. I was in the fraternity. Beta Theta Pi. Shout out to Beta Theta Pi. You're dead now, buddy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's cool, oh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> Go. What? That was actually my studio. Yeah. I, I did my studio in my frat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was a bro. I'm whitewashed. Fuck. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, sorry. Uh, I showed him the photos that was on there, mm. and he said, "Oh, that's nice." Yeah, it was nice. It was dope. It was so it worked photos. fine. It was good photos. It worked. But it was good photos. No, listen, it worked at the time. But when you brought it, when you're buying you something, you always need to see. see if it works. It, that's a good example for like customer service. If you're selling something, let's say I'm selling like this mic right here. If I come with no cord, so you can't plug it in anything How to test it, work? like I don't know, right? Bro, I'll hunt you down. You always gotta so assume. You always gotta you assume. Gotta I will find you, bro. No, you I will find you, bro. Yeah, I always brought like I've bought so much stuff on Kijiji. Just like I would like resell lenses and mm -hmm. all that stuff. That's more recent, but like, but no, you you need. You I need learned to, it. I learned. You gotta make yeah, that. I learned somehow. it the hard way, bro. I think I bought. I think I bought like a. Like an iPad or something like that, and they're like, "There's no charger, but it works." And I was like, "Okay, oh sure." And I charged it, and it died like 20 minutes later. So I, I was just, just like, "Oh, <laughs> fuck this, I'm As gone." A salesman, yeah, right? always you bring. Always gotta be the one to convince, and now you do. You it gotta be able to test it. Proving that your product works. This is you true. Know? This you is true. Just, and then, you, but you know what else? Mind, I wasn't expecting this guy to actually like. I thought he knew his shit. Yeah, dude, it's hey, so bro, I feel like I... I thought you knew your shit. Yeah, I feel like I... Because uh, you asked... Yeah, you could have brought a lens, too, if you, but if I, you said... You didn't have a lens. I didn't own a camera at all. Wait, so... That was my first camera. Like, I was uh, going to buy a yeah. camera. But I hey, had zero clue. Even though he didn't, he did the right thing. No, no, you are right. So I, I look like right. I know my <laughs> shit, though. <laughs> I look like I know my shit, so I'll take it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look like you know you your shit. You look like right? you knew your shit, bro. But, but I didn't. Fine. I didn't <laughs> at all. Don't no worry. We're still partners at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah. No, no, you guys. It's a good story, though. It's a good That's funny. Story. Um, but no, man. We've we've been working with uh, the first time I actually collaborated with this guy for Agenda. I told my girlfriend, Sarah. Yeah. And Sarah's like, What'd she say? 
Because I actually know his girlfriend. You should know the girlfriend. I know them really well now. Like, over the two years, like, we've gotten to know each other. I've gotten to know him really well. visits, we chill. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, but what did she think? I'm actually, I'm actually curious now. This is less about rev music. It's okay. Like, be honest. No, I'm trying to remember. Okay. Like, if she thought it was trash, then, like, I won't even be. I don't want to say it was trash. But it was, like. I think it was not. It wasn't good horrible. Or bad. I, 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 don't know. I, think, I think she said, right? "How are you gonna make money off of this?" Yeah, that's right? the first thing uh, that I'm people like, always. All right, all right, all right, yeah, yeah. And she's keep in mind, my girlfriend's Arab. Oh, no. okay, yeah. She's also very traditional. Yeah. That's something. Very halal. Yeah. Okay. yeah. From a Latin guy. Very traditional, like, yeah. like go to story. go to school and finish school and yeah. then like get a job mm-hmm. and then get the house and, and then, then get some kids. kids and yeah. Die old. And that's not a bad. Thing. Yeah, that's she's not bad. Yeah, she's, she's it's not bad at all. But uh, but um. Dreams. It was it was uh. But there are times. Yeah, what she think? What she think of it? Don't don't bring the negative. Yeah, yeah don't no, don't no, bring no, the no, negative into it. No, no, no. I'm talking about your thing, but there oh, are times. Oh, okay. Let's see okay. it. Let's see I thought it. you were. I'm not trying to roast my girlfriend. No, no, no. Show me, bro. <laughs> bro, I can't roast my girlfriend. No, no, no. Go. Um, but no, she she just said uh, <laughs> how audience over there is. How does this work? Like, how are you gonna make money? Yeah. Do you see like a career with this? Yeah. And honestly, I'm I was so interested in doing photography at a young age. Yeah. My parents told me I did my first shot in photography with an old school film camera at Niagara Falls. And my parents actually still have the photo that I took it on. There you go. Dude, so I you, you better it. get famous and like, sign it and Ooh, do yeah. something with it. And I was, dude, I was three years old when apparently when I took it. I don't remember, maybe my parents were just lying about it, but. Just hit a button. Bro, oh man. It looked, bro, it was it censored. Yo, it was censored. It was not there cropped out. It wasn't like too flashy, bro. Yeah. Bro, I'm not trying to hide myself up, but bro, that was a nice hey, photo, bro. Hey, hey hype yourself up when you got it, man. Yeah, you gotta do it. So, and I'm like, bro, like, what, can I, am I gonna make money? And I'm like, I was doubting myself. Yeah. And as, and as any artist bro, would, yeah. they doubt yourself. Oh, yeah. That's the biggest flaw that anybody has. Yeah. And when somebody doubts you, that makes you feel more shitty. Mm. And my parents actually doubted me as well. No. But no, it now it's, now it's forward, back up. No, no, the train happens. to it what happens. we're doing like now, bro. Yeah. It, Look at now, bro. What are we doing now? This we're is moving. Fucking moves, bro. Yeah, we're doing something. Like, oh, you're shit. Like, okay, relax, Habibi. Relax, my friend. Don't worry. Look at us. At least we Talking have something. Talking to haters out there. We were doing our own moves. What's up, man? No, we're still nobody. It's we're cool. still nobody. It's fine. Hey, we're doing something. No, it's the, the the most important thing is you just keep moving. Exactly. Also, I'm big in just like having fun man you know like if you're here doing this like you gotta enjoy it because at the end of the day like if if someone comes along with with a a music app that competes against you if you enjoy it more than them you're gonna do it longer than them and you're gonna beat them automatically and it happens yeah like um in 20 like when i started mine in 2014 Mm -hmm. time right Mm -hmm. i know it's a long journey but Mm -hmm. it's because I don't have resources. Mm. If I had resources, they would have launched a long time ago, mm. but I didn't. And um, so, one thing was, I went around pitching Rev to, not the, as detailed as I am now, but I'll just call them the basic elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. You know, a uh, marketplace where I actually had an elevator pitch with this investor from Homer's. Can we hear it? I'm, I'm sorry for laughing, yo, yo, let's bro. Let's hear it. Uh, I'm no, sorry no, for no. laughing. I know why you laughed at the elevator pitch. But, right? no, 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 we did that. <laughs> Yeah. Remember when we were going to the restaurants? Oh man. Yeah. So so what we did, this is uh this was like maybe this is six we- months six months in. Was it six months in? I think so. Mm-hmm. Bro, it was still it was still winter. Yeah, that was like twenty eight no, that was twenty nineteen. I was just like almost finished school. That's right. Yeah, you're yeah, I was just finishing school. So we went all the way up to Lakeshore and Lakeshore yeah. had so many restaurants. Bro, we walk up to restaurants, we're like, hey, do you guys need anything for production done? Like, we'll take your photos. Which is not the way you want to approach it, I've realized. Not we, at all. We were like, young, young people were like, oh, we're you know, people are going to hire us, yada, yada. Like, no, we're going to make some money here and there. We're like, and we got And realistically, no, no, no. Realistically, we probably would have if we spent all day. We yeah. probably would have made one. We probably would have got someone to do it. But the thing is, like, bro, like, it was so mind, much work. Bro. Physical work, like, 
we're living in a time we have we have these things. It's a, like a supercomputer in your hand. Why would you ever walk physically to a location oh, and ask? No, no, no. That's I what we that. did. But you need to. You do uh, kind of. I'll give you. I'll give you an example. It, it makes you thicker skin because you learn how to deal with the rejection. So you, learn to, you learn to sell. Yeah. I'm not gonna also lie about this, but your area at yeah. Lakeshore, bro, it was practically dead. Yeah. So yeah, we kind of we kind of fucked up on that dead, end of going to a locations where it's practically dying out. They're like, we're leases out there. And this is before COVID, keep this in mind. Yeah. Right? And we went into a restaurant, and the restaurant, like, dude, they were very, like, I, we could see, we had ideas, and, like, we could see how restaurants can easily increase profit if they market themselves. And we went into a restaurant with only four people inside. Yeah. And they said the manager isn't in, and we're not offering. Our marketing is well. And we're like, okay, no problem. Oh, look, I mean, the we do the same thing with yeah. the restaurant and venue thing. And oh, so you went physical, oh, like yeah, place no, to I, place. Yeah. It works. Um, yeah. It might not work all the time, but mm -hmm. it works very well. And one thing you have to go into it is you have to remember that so many people come to sell them stuff. Yeah. Oh, right? do they? Yes. I've never even thought of it like that. You should have thought of it. Is there a lot of people? So a lot of people probably approach them. They're like, hey, this Alcohols, and this. Alcohols. Oh. We got new beer. We got this new dish. We got all this water filtration system. We have all these I didn't even things think of for that. you guys. Yeah. So when you come in, when you go, you got to be very professional and just not even professional because most of the people that are selling them stuff. You got to know what you're selling to them. Then you have to understand what you're selling to them. You have to go from their pain points first, right? Yeah. When it came to me walking in, I had to realize that hey, you have to sell them pain points. One thing we did is we did our survey before we started pitching to them. We're like, oh hey, we're having this survey. We had 45 and all of them said yes to Rev at the time, right? And they were like, oh, hey, we have this survey and we'd like to um, get your input on it. And one thing we came to realize is as soon as you get to someone's pain point, they want to talk about it, right? Because it's a pain point that- Because they relate been, to it. Yeah, they like, relate to it and they want to- they're always They want to solve in. the problem. Yeah, they just want someone to hear them talk about it. So. When we did the survey thing, and then after we came out of it, and we had to do uh, the sales, there was a few things we go into, like, oh, hey, yeah, we're here from Rev. This is what we're trying to do. Like, we're helping people. We're not here to sell you. You don't say you're not here to sell them, but say it in a concept where you're not selling. So this is what we came up with. You know their problem? Speak your solution in the form of their problem. Yeah. And we've had that where I've gone to a venue, just first walk in. And I spent 45 minutes there talking to the owner. Mm -hmm. Just talking and it became Just cool. getting to know them, yeah. yeah. Because at the end of the day, as soon as they bring out their problem, they're vulnerable and you have to understand that vulnerability to make mm -hmm. sure that, oh, hey, I understand where they're coming from. And it's not a sales thing, because I think that's a problem. Everything yeah, you gotta value, value, value the person. value people's yeah. time, right? Value their time, value their problems. So when you value it that way, you now, bring them a point where they bring solutions to you. Because we yeah. had one venue, Drome, Tabarna, shout out to Drome. And shout out to Nisha. Drome? Yeah, Drome. It's a uh, queen, queen in Augusta. Mm -hmm. okay. Very good food, by the way. Very good food. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, one thing was, when we got there, at first it was just an idea. We had a mock-up at the time. And I was going on a date with this girl at the time, and she was 30 minutes late. So I was walking past it and I was like, oh, hey, they have a stage. Mm -hmm. So I just walked in and I'm like, oh, hey, sorry, guys. I just like, I just saw that you guys have stage and this is what we're building. I'd like us to come in and talk to you guys later on. And I told them exactly what we're doing. They're like, oh, this is cool. And I'm like, I'd love to have your input. Tell me what you guys want. And then from there, they helped us improve something, mm -hmm. like add the calendar system so that they can stay organized mm -hmm. and see artist organization. They gave us all this endpoint, uh, points that we could use to better it for them. And they're the ones that are, uh, you know, requesting that we do some form of festival and they'll help us out with that. So we're gonna have a conversation with them about that. And that's what I've come to understand is you always have to see it from a point of you're just speaking to a regular person, right? And you should have the end goal that, so what if they don't buy it? At least they understand what I'm doing. Mm. Gotta provide that value. Yeah. Man, That's it. Honestly, we want to actually have you in next time, bro. And like, let's yeah. talk more about like For this sure. entire. Yeah, yeah. We'll do a, okay, let's do this. We'll do another podcast with you, bro. And we'll do one with actually how to market yourself yeah. to the y younger generation out there. Yeah. And okay. then like, bro, sure. we'll talk about yeah. this more. But 
Dude, honestly, it's been an honor to have you in, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. Andrew, bro, you're, yo, you We're doing big things. This is the Bill Gates over here, man. brother. Oh, this is we're the Bill Gates over here. We're doing it big. But yeah, awesome. Well, uh, Thank you that's it, guys. Um, Thank you so much for joining us to the podcast of the One Mic Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, have yourself a wonderful day and or night. Be safe out there. COVID's a real thing. Uh, yeah, again, Andrew, bro, big moves from you. Oh, come on. Awesome. Rostin, bro, it's been an honor, brother, always. Absolutely, Thank you, man. Guys. I appreciate it. And I appreciate that you guys took the time out to, yeah. um, you know, listen to me blab about. Nah, blah, man. Blah, blah. Bro, this is knowledge. I love, I love hearing <laughs> blabbing, man. Nah. It's great, man. All right. Uh, that's it, guys. Take Stay care, tuned. man. Stay tuned. Dale. Bye, guys. Dog.